So here's the deal. We are making much of Jesus Christ and we are gonna celebrate in this Christmas season. Ready? And all of God's people said, well, hey, Summit Point Church, man, it is great to be celebrating with you. We are beginning to launch a Christmas series. The next three weeks, we're going to have some Christmas celebration going on, making much of Jesus Christ. Got to be honest, plan was not to try to launch it with me preaching in video form. And, uh, you know, I woke up Saturday morning just feeling a little bit off and temp was starting to rise a little bit. So I jumped over and got a quick rapid test there. And uh, fully expected that to come back negative, um, and it did not. So I came back positive for COVID. So what we're doing right now is one last quick record here on Saturday, getting that done to be able to celebrate on Sunday. And then I'm going to be in isolation for 10 days. Just so we're clear, there's only a couple of people in this auditorium right now, super far away from me, and they have already had COVID, thinking it all through. But we're just trying to make sure that we can celebrate our King. So here's the deal. Now we set all that aside, we are making much of Jesus Christ, and we are going to celebrate in this Christmas season. Ready? And all of God's people said, yeah, and I know, this is off a of video, so we're going to say it louder, we're going to say it bigger. And all of God's people said, amen. amen, man. Let's make much of Jesus Christ as we jump into this. So in this Christmas series, we're going to be talking about singing out. We're going to be looking at three different Christmas songs that were put into scripture in the book of Luke to be able to capture some of what was going on in the greatness of the story of Jesus Christ. So each of these weeks is a song that was being put together, some poetry being sung by somebody involved in the Christmas story. And uh, first here, we're going to be in Luke chapter one. We're going to be looking at Mary's song. So imagine being Mary. We're just going to get a little bit of the lay of the land first, and then we'll jump into her song. Imagine you're probably 14, 15 years old, something like that, and uh, you're longing to be able to make an impact for your God. You don't have any idea what that means. You're longing to be able to have family, but you don't really even see what that looks like in your future yet, and uh, just trying to make uh, sense of things, and all of a sudden, into your life drops an angel, a thunderous powerful statement from an angel as he cries out, greetings, O favored one. And then his next statement, don't, don't be afraid. Don't be, why is he saying that? Because this size and because of the brightness, because of the vastness of this angel, stunning in her presence as he's like, greetings, O celebrated one. Greetings to this woman that he knows who's going to have a sweet, sweet privilege. He then says to her, you will have a son, son of the most high. He will be king forever. He promises her that her boy is going to be king over everything and everyone. And he says, king forever. I can only imagine that her mind was like, how does that work? I don't even understand how that comes down. But as he begins to promise to her that her little boy is going to raise up to be king, she ends up saying this statement basically. Yeah? Um, how? How can that even be? And she's like, I'm not married and I'm not sleeping with anyone and I'm not pregnant and how can this even be that I would have a son, that he would be king? And, and uh, the angel answers, it will be the power of the most high 
that will overshadow you. By the way, if you're looking for a definition of how the God of the universe steps into this world, takes on flesh, and it really gets partnered together with Mary, I love this phrase, the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Mary just taking all of this in as she's grasping that God is going to work with her. And her response is, let it be as you say. May that be exactly what happens then. Let God overshadow me and whatever he does, it will be awesome. And, and just a few months later, she ends up at a relative's house. She is now with child. God has done a huge overshadowing work as the God of the universe, Jesus, the son of God, has now stepped down in, baby in her womb. And she is now going to visit her relative, Elizabeth. And as she walks in, Elizabeth responds as she grabs her stomach and she's like, whoa, Mary, there's something different about that little one within you. My little one jumped in worship of your little one. And Mary beginning to process all that the angel said and all that Elizabeth just said, she all of a sudden is beginning to grasp it's coming True, all of the hope, the God of the universe coming into this world through Mary. Mary now puts together a poetry, a song in celebration. And so as we jump into this Christmas season, man, two points that we can look at and think about as we begin to create a Christmas song for ourselves, a Christmas celebration. Point number one, let's thankfully worship the King for all that he gives us personally. Let's thankfully worship the king for all that he gives us personally. As Mary starts out in her song, he's like, you are awesome. Look at all that you're giving me. You are amazing. Man, in this Christmas season, may we be celebrating all that God is giving us personally, right? And uh, here we go. It says, as Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. My soul magnifies the Lord. Like my soul is pointing to God Almighty, blown away, can't wait to celebrate him. All that he is awesome in all that he does. Magnifying, pointing out how awesome he is and worshiping him with all she's got. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices. My spirit rejoices. Man, in this Christmas season, may we have a lightheartedness in all that's going on. Whatever it is, in whichever way, there may be some down moments. Maybe there's something coming into your life you weren't quite expecting, but know this God is still blessing along the way. May we celebrate our God. May our spirit rejoice in him. Mary says, in God my Savior. In God my Savior. Just so you know, there are many who try to claim that Mary is blessed because she is holy, like of a human form. She is perfect, sinless. That is not what scripture says. In fact, she says right here, I need a savior and you're my savior. She's pointing to the hope of God Almighty in saving her and bringing to her salvation so rich and free. Yes, Mary needed a savior and yes, we need a savior. Everybody just say right where you are, we need a savior. Yeah, louder and bigger. We need a savior. Amen, man. And Mary's along with us in that. Mary's saying, I celebrate and my spirit rejoices. She says, for he <clears throat> has looked, he has looked on the humble estate of this servant, big God and small me. 
And I'm not worthy of this, Mary's saying. And may we recognize when God is blessing us and gracing us, and may we see that he is just seriously awesome. She says, for behold, right? Check it out. For behold, check it out. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. All generations will call Mary blessed. And this is so true. We do reflect on Mary as having a sweet privilege of being able to bring the God of this universe into the physical world. Please hear me though. Blessed does not mean without sin. Blessed means needing a savior just like you and me, but a sweet privilege to play a power role in that Christmas story. Mary, she's blessed and she's able to celebrate all that God is in her life and we can celebrate that God so chooses to work with humanity and bring hope and salvation to us. It says, for he who is mighty has done great things for me. This is Mary talking. He who is mighty, that's God Almighty, has done great things for me. Man, as we walk through this December, may we continue to reflect on all the great things that God is doing one little moment at a time, all right? Huge deal. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, allowing God of the universe to enter into this physical world through me. That's what Mary's saying. What a privilege to have a role in that. She says, and holy is his name. Please note, she does not say, and holy is my name. She's not lifting herself up. She's lifting Jesus Christ up. She's lifting up God Almighty. Man, the Christmas song, the Christmas celebration is when we lift him up, not when we lift ourselves up. That's a huge deal. May our worship in this season be all about Jesus Christ, not all about ourselves. He needs to be set apart like none other, right? And uh, you know, just this past week, my wife and I went out for a little ride, and uh, we went to go look at Christmas lights. And as we drove around, our, our goal was to be able to try to vote which house we thought was the best, and then which subdivision we thought was the best decorated. And we went around all of Morton, and even a little bit outside of, and just checking out some homes and seeing uh, what had been decorated well. And here's the reality, man. Homes were decorated up, some of them just pretty subtle. You know, quite frankly, some of them, you were kind of like, Maybe you should have just not put that one strand of lights out because that's all you put out is the one strand, you know? But others of them kind of going after it, trying to make a statement that they're celebrating in the season and then others of them just lit the whole block on fire with the lights they had going on. You could see it from blocks away and we're like, oh, we need to go down there and see what's happening. Man, they were turning on a celebration. They were bringing up the lights. I would just say many we're being able to light up their homes and celebrate that it's all about Jesus Christ and making much of him. They turned on lights to make much of Christ. There were others, I gotta be honest, that aren't really sure what Christmas is even about. As you drive by and you're like, wow, that is a mix of things going on in the front yard, right? And they're just trying to make celebration of the season. Man, may we as believers have the lights on in worship of Jesus Christ in this Christmas season. May we recognize and may we celebrate. May we turn on our worship in a way that so lifts him up that as people come past, they're like, that person knows it's all about Jesus Christ and they're on fire for him. Man, that's our call. May we cry out, 
we are blessed and he is our savior and our houses are lit up and our souls are lit up and our smiles are lit up even if we may have just tested positive for COVID, right? And I know I'm kind of bummed that I'm gonna to have to go into isolation for 10 days here and not be able to preach and, and God willing, it'll be a pretty short-lived and be back and feeling good after that. But here's the reality, man. Whatever's going on, we're gonna celebrate Jesus Christ and we're gonna make much of him. Ready? And all of God's people said, amen, man, amen. Huge deal, huge privilege. So here's the simple question. Are your worship lights lit up? And are you celebrating your God in this season? Is your worship turned on and are you making much of Jesus Christ? May he get all the glory as you celebrate what he is doing in your personal life, right? Point number two, let's thankfully worship the king for all that he does in this world. Let's thankfully worship the king for all that he does in this world. She now transitions into a new set of poetry, a new part of the song. Before it was, here's what he's doing in my life. Now it's, here's what he's doing in all of the world. And just so you know, you're going to see a lot of Hebrew poetry here. As Mary walks through, she's going to say it in uh, one sentence and then one that follows up. One phrase and then one that kind of echoes it. And you're going to see those Two uh, statements back to back to back throughout making a statement. So here we go. Here's the first pair. And his mercy is for those who fear from generation to generation. And his mercy is for those who fear him. Like God pours his mercy on. He brings forgiveness of our sin for those who come before him and say, Lord God, may you be in charge of my life. Man, as we have a fear of him and awe, a respect as we make it much about him and we see him glorified in our lives. Man, he releases our debt. There is absolutely such a sweet privilege in that merciful gift, salvation coming through Jesus Christ. He is willing and may we praise his name. It's not just for me, it's for all of the world, this salvation being offered up from generation to generation. It's not true just for one person or for one generation, but for all peoples of all time, this privilege being offered up. Mary's like, I celebrate the Savior that's offered up for all mankind. Now here's her second pair. He has shown strength with his arm. He has shown strength. This is really, you could picture it as he's flexing, right? He's showing you his arm. He's being able to bring the obviousness of his power and his glory. He has shown strength with his arm, the things that he has accomplished. Um, Those who humble themselves before him, man, they gain. And those who are rebellious and stand against him, well, they will be fighting against his very strength. Bad plan, right? Huge problem. And uh, he's like, he has shown strength with his arm. Here's the second part. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has stood against the proud. He has said, basically, not gonna bless that. I'm not gonna go there. I need your pride to be stepped down. I need you to start looking to me. God opposes the proud. He is actively resisting. He is even causing confusion. Man, our God, he longs for us to be able to recognize who he is and worship him. In this Christmas season, 
may we grasp that pride does not get it done. May we make much of him with all we've got. Yeah, he scatters the proud. Yeah, he shows his strength. It says, he has brought down the mighty from their thrones. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones. Our God who is king of the universe, our God who sits over it all, our God who is sovereign, our God who is in charge, as he steps in over all of it, it says he has brought down the mighty from their thrones. He literally, as king of kings, is putting down those kings who stand against him. Man, know this. Our God is king. And our God is working with all kings. He sets up and deposes all leadership. And yes, he will put rightly in place all those who are not honoring him. He resists the proud. And he certainly resists the proud leadership. She's like, man, my God, he brings down the mighty thrones. But on the other side, and exalted those of humble estate. Mary's like, man, I can speak for me. I'll tell you this. I can just tell you that as a humble 14, 15-year-old girl, the privilege of having a role and a responsibility with the king of the universe, God stepping into this world, man, he works with the humble. And man, for all of us, as we come into these days before Christmas here, may we recognize the value of our humble spirit before our God. Lord God, you are giving. May I see it. Lord God, you are providing. May I worship you. Lord, in the midst of whatever may be a challenge, may I continue to focus on your greatness and know that you are at work. I will not set down my worship. May Jesus Christ get all of my attention. Ready? And all of God's people said, and amen. It's a huge privilege for us to be called. And she says here that he exalts the humble. And are you willing to be humble before your Lord? Are you willing to set down yourself and say, Lord God, my plans may not be your plans and I'm good with that. It may not be going the way I wanted it to go, but I'm willing to listen to you and worship you all along the way. Lord, I exalt you and I praise you. And I know you're working with the kingship of this world. It says he has filled the hungry with good things. He has filled the hungry with good things. Our God gives good gifts. You know, as you get into this Christmas season and maybe you've got all your gifts bought, most likely you have not, right? You're probably using a lot of online buying right now and you're trying to figure out what's gonna be a great gift for someone. You're looking for that special gift. Maybe you're even like, dude, just send me the link. I'll click the link, I'll buy it for you, I'll give it to you, right? We're trying to figure out how to give good gifts. Know this, our God knows how to give good gifts. He loves you. And he wants to pour it into your life. He's going to grow you up and he's going to shape you along the way. It says he fills the hungry with good things. Those who are in need of food, he gives them food. Those that are in need of compassion, he gives them compassion. Our God pouring on like a good, good father. James chapter 1 says that every good and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. Just so we're super clear, anything in your life going well, anything going good, it's easy to say, James chapter one, that's from my God. He's blessing me right there. Man, may we be super skilled 
at seeing how God is blessing into this world and giving good gifts. It says on the other side, and the rich he has sent away empty. And the rich he has sent away empty. Literally is saying that he's giving the challenge out to those who are trying to make it all about the love of money and the love of possessions. It says in scripture that we cannot love both God and money. And if we're missing out on that and we're trying to make it all about self and possessions along the way, well, God's gonna make it pretty crystal clear that no, he is the king of the universe. And what they're going after is super disappointing. In fact, it says he will send them away empty. They will miss out on the worship that actually matters. We are built to worship. Man, and this Christmas season is all about worshiping Jesus Christ. May we lift him up. May we praise his name that he came, son of God, down into this world that he created with his spoken word. And he took up the presence physically in this world that he might provide for you and for me. Our God loves us and he gives to us with a hope that we cannot find anywhere else in this world. Jesus Christ, he is our king. It says that he, is the ri- he sends the rich away empty. Now she moves into the next pair. He has helped his servant Israel. Mary starts to talk about the nation that she's a part of. She's Jewish. She's from the nation of Israel. And she's like, I know that the nation of Israel has been blessed over the years. I know that we have been protected. I know that this nation exists right now and God is continuing to bless in all the more. And there's promises from the Old Testament that give us hope for the nation of Israel and God calling them his protected ones, his children. And she's like, yeah, he has helped his servant Israel. She's poured it on to the nation of Israel and poured it on to the 12 tribes. And so now there is blessing coming down through Mary that's gonna bring sweet, sweet blessing and answer to, yes, Israel, but more than that, to all of the world through Israel. It's like, yeah, he has helped to serve in Israel. And it says, in remembrance of his mercy. In remembrance of his mercy. He is remembering his mercy. He's giving a forgiveness of sins. He's giving a provision where we don't deserve it. He may be walking us through harder or darker times, but at the same time, he's pouring on something that we do not deserve and God so lavishes it on. Man, in this Christmas season, may we constantly remember that he is remembering and pouring on his mercy. Christmas, it is the celebration of mercy lived out. It is the celebration of mercy on full display as God makes himself manifest to you and to me. Christmas, it's us celebrating God with us. Emmanuel, praise the King of Kings. It says in remembrance of his mercy. Look, it's not because he owes us anything, but it's because he just loves to lavish it on and forgive. Praise be to God. It says, and he spoke to our fathers. He gave this word through the prophets. He gave hope in the book of Isaiah, hope in the book of Micah. He gave hope of a coming Messiah and the king that would soon come in. 
hope of a Messiah that would reign forever. The angels declared he would be the son of the most high. He spoke through the prophets and he gave them promise 400 plus years before that the coming of Jesus Christ was a fulfillment and an answer and a privilege and a promise along the way. He spoke to our fathers. Yes, he promised through the prophets of the Old Testament says, to Abraham and to his offspring, to the patriarchs, to the fatherhood, to all of God's people, as we're able to look at the nation of Israel and see the privilege going on. Please hear me. Our God loves us. And he pours on a gift, not just to Israel, not just to Mary, but to the whole world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Man, the hope that we have in Jesus Christ is that he came as a little one, humble, to be able to be lifted up, offering for you and me sacrifice, offering for you and for me forgiveness. The Christmas season is the privilege of us being able to say, I know that God, God with us, God of mercy, God of forgiveness, God of hope. He knows how to give like none other. And I don't know about you, but I've been getting a lot of texts lately that uh, are really spam. I have no idea where it came from, but I am just getting hammered all different directions. Some that are offering to buy our house, some that are offering to just all different kinds of things. And as we go after some of those, I actually at one point probably shouldn't have, but I started clicking on a couple of them just to see what it said. The last one, I was super offended by, I gotta be honest. It actually said, Tim, if you drink this drink, you can get rid of that huge belly of yours. That's what it said. Like, I don't know who decided that was a good marketing plan to just tell me outright, and maybe they're just playing the odds, but man, I've been working a little bit hard, thank you. And to be able to say to me, just so you know, I'm going to fix that gut of yours, bro. Like that really wasn't something that I was receiving well or even wanted to hear. The reality is giving gifts knows how to talk, knows how to share, knows how to give, knows how to change the heart, knows how to bring a smile to the face. The only smile that came to my face on that one was, wow, man, you are desperate (laughs) reaching in like that. And I got to tell you, our God, he knows exactly who we are. He knows exactly what we need. He's reaching into our lives and he's offering merciful hope and forgiveness. He's offering us privilege and joy along the way. Mary closes it out here. It says, and Mary remained with Elizabeth for about three months. Mary remained with Elizabeth for about three months. At the close of this song, she spent three months there. Can you imagine what those three months were like as she went through the trimesters of change in her body, as she was experiencing the Holy One of the universe within her, as she was able to say, I know that the master of the universe is within me. And I know that he's coming into this world to make a difference. And I can barely understand what's going on. Man, for all of you who have longed to be able to have a child, for all of you who currently just had a child, you know this. 
The, the hope that goes on and the joy that goes on and the struggle that goes on and the wondering that goes on. And can you imagine all that's going on in Mary's heart and Mary's life as she's spending those three months there? Man, may we just take a little bit of downtime in this Christmas season to be able to reflect. To reflect on the God who is working in our lives personally. And what is he doing in your life personally? What gifts has he given you? What hope has he given you? Really think about it right now. Like what's a sweet personal gift that your God has given you in this season? Really get it? Maybe more than just into your life personally, how do you see your God working in this world? Praise his name for that. May God get all the glory. And I can tell you uh, a very simple praise for me. I, I had a deep fear six weeks ago that I would get COVID. And it was based on the fact that I had broken ribs. And I could not imagine getting the cough that goes with COVID along with those broken ribs. I'm like, Lord, please, not that, please. And in God's goodness, he waited six weeks. And in those six weeks, there's enough healing that now when there's a cough, it's just a little bit. It's not that bad at all. Praise God for that. Man, I'm telling you, make sure you're thinking that way. In the littlest of things, in the smallest of gifts, in the, in the most small adjust in your life that helps you to be able to tolerate whatever's going on, all the way to this massive gift that brings joy and a smile to your face. Whatever it is, look for those personal gifts and celebrate him. And then make much of your God who is pouring it into your life and into this world. Man, we serve the king of the universe. His name is Jesus Christ. He has come into this world. He is Emmanuel, God with us. Man, praise God that he has come into this world. Jesus Christ, the king. May we celebrate him with all we've got. And all of God's people said, Amen. Let's pray.